friends, you've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. What up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by our fantastic friends from Toys and Ford and Hy-V. Appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the podcast, the Mock Draft episode of the Man Cave Podcast. So we're going to, uh, we're, we're not going to do the icebreaker, we're not going to do the opener on uh, this episode because, well, let's... Let's just because we got plenty to talk about with the draft. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday before the draft, before the first round of the draft. So that would be April twenty sixth. Now that uh, I'm recording it, it's going to be official. I'm filing this away. I only do one mock draft, and uh, it's the mock draft of integrity. So only doing it once. Once once this is uploaded, that's it. I can't change it. I can't edit it. So I do a first round mock draft. Uh, this year, all 31 picks, because remember the Dolphins uh, getting their first-round pick taken away. Uh, plus, I do a seven-round Packers mock draft on there, too. So all the picks that the Packers have throughout the seven rounds, I will do a mock draft for them, too. But uh, I'm going to do the first-round mock draft first. All right, so I'm going to do that one first, and then I'll get into the uh, seven-round Packers mock draft. Um you know, if if you don't kind of follow mock drafts or you don't kind of follow it, it's just, I mean, don't take it too serious. Everybody can do a mock draft out there, right? I mean, you Google it and everybody seems like they have their own version of a mock draft. I think the most I got right one year was a few years ago. It was 10 or 11. And that's actually fairly good. I mean, you look at some of the averages out there, you know, if you get double digits, you're, you're, you're feeling pretty good or you've done pretty good with, uh, with that, uh, with that mock. And, and I probably say this every year. But uh, this year was incredibly difficult to to figure out a mock draft. If you really think about it, you know, if you're putting time into it and you want to get it right, and you know, I mean, it's mostly just for bragging rights at this point. But nonetheless, you, you read some of the the national analysts and and some of the other uh, draft or, or football pundits out there, and they're even having a hard time. Um, even GMs talking to these or executives talking to these. Uh, to these writers or analysts out there saying, you know, they don't really know how it's going to go. And it, it kind of starts at the at the second overall pick. For what for the longest time, we figured the Texans were going to draft a quarterback. And in the past week, maybe past couple weeks, that, that narrative has kind of changed uh, here a little bit. So let's just, uh, let's just get into it, okay? Um, we're going to start with the first overall pick held by the Carolina Panthers. And this one isn't too hard. This is probably maybe the easiest one. And it's interesting because as soon as the Carolina Panthers got this uh, or traded with the Bears for this pick, there was some talk about C.J. Stroud. And at one point, he was the odds-on favorite to to be the number one overall pick uh, because of Frank Reich's history in terms of the type of quarterbacks that uh, he has worked with. But I'm going with Bryce Bryce Young, and that has kind of switched to uh, it seems like the the prevailing theory or the majority is saying it's going to be Bryce Young, and, and, and I'm going to agree. So I think Bryce Young is going to go over to 
to Carolina and attempt to be their new franchise quarterback. Uh, at number two, this is where this is where it begins. Do the Houston Texans get a quarterback? The Houston Texans desperately need a quarterback. Will they get their quarterback? Will they draft their quarterback at number two? If this has all been a bunch a bunch of smokescreen and you know something to kind of put out a different narrative, maybe to, to I don't know what maybe it's another team putting that out there in hopes of getting a quarterback to draft or some of these defensive players to drop. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe it's a Cardinals thing being floated out there so people can, you know, trade with the Cardinals so they can move down. Who knows? But if it is a smokescreen, it's a dang good smokescreen because I'm buying it. I don't think they get a quarterback at number two overall. I'm going with Tyree Wilson, the edge uh, edge defender from Texas Tech. Texas Tech. So D'Amico Ryans uh, over there, the new head coach, obviously, with his defensive background. He's probably looking for the best defensive player in this draft, you can make a case as that Jalen Carter, but with the off-the-field issues, Will Anderson has been termed that safer pick sort of thing. But uh, I'm going to go with Tyree Wilson staying in the state of Texas, and, and D'Amico Ryan's going to try to build up that defense. And and maybe they, they kind of look at what the 49ers have done with their quarterback, especially last year. Hey, they Brock Purdy, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in last year's draft, leading them to the NFC Championship game. So maybe that's kind of their mindset here by bypassing a quarterback. Who knows? Uh by the way, I did not mock any trades in this. There are going to be trades in this, so I didn't mock any trades, but I'd be shocked if there isn't at this point. One of these teams that could be trading is the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but at this point, I'm going to go with Will Anderson, the edge rusher from Alabama, going to the Arizona Cardinals at number three. Then number four, you've got the Indianapolis Colts, who again need a quarterback i think we're all expecting them to to have a quarterback but the question is which quarterback are they going to draft at this spot and which quarterbacks are going to be available for them at this spot um but i mean there's been three different names attached to this right it's been will levis it's been anthony richardson and it's been potentially cj stroud if he's still available there cj stroud is still available on my board So C.J. Stroud is the pick at number four for the Colts. And for the first time in a while, it seems like the Colts uh, will be giving their quarterback, maybe not not starting right away because they've got Gardner Minshew on the roster now. But uh, C.J. Stroud is going to be the pick and hopefully the long-term solution at that quarterback position for the Indianapolis Colts. Then at number five, for the longest time, I had Jalen Carter going at this spot. And he definitely still can go at the spot to the Seattle Seahawks. I've changed it up a little bit, and I'm going with Anthony Richardson, uh, the quarterback from Florida. Um, this this doesn't seem like a typical John Schneider, Pete Carroll type of move. I know they signed up, you know, Geno Smith for a couple of years here, but with Anthony Richardson, you don't have to start him right away. You can sit him maybe for a year or two. Again, John Schneider. Got that Packers background. They've done that with their quarterbacks. Obviously, quarterbacks not drafted in the top five. Regardless, I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it is Jalen Carter at this point. But for this mock, I'm going to go with Anthony Anthony Richardson, uh, the quarterback from Florida. 
And then Detroit coming in at number six. This pick coming from their trade with the Rams, you know, with the Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford trade. Uh, since they've traded, you know, Jeff Okuda to, to the Atlanta Falcons, I think they've got to improve that defense. They've got to get better in the back end. So I think they go corner with this one. Christian Gonzalez is the pick at number six. So the first corner to come off the board goes to the Detroit Lions. Now, another team that could potentially be drafting their quarterback for the future, the Las Vegas Raiders. They signed up Jimmy G uh, to their co- to to a contract this offseason. Could they go quarterback? You still have got uh, Will Levis out there. Hooker is potentially available here too. I think they build up that offensive line. The first offensive tackle to be taken off the board is going to be Paris Johnson going to the Las Vegas Raiders at number seven. Give a little Jimmy G some protection back there. Number eight. Again, this was a last version change for me here too. I went uh, edge rusher on this one for the longest time, but I'm switching it up. I think Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons, they're going to go with a little uh, little offense and Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas, is going to go to the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of talk. Could he be kind of a Debo Samuel type of role? And I think that's 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 fair. Uh, so I'm going to go Bijan Robinson at eight. I think Philly was eyeing him up at ten. Atlanta swoops in and gets him. Number nine, Jalen Carter. If Chicago was still holding on to that number one pick, everybody mocked Jalen Carter at number one to the Bears. Bears uh, trade down. Jalen Carter still there, even with the off the field issues. He's the pick at number nine for the Chicago Bears. And then at number ten, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles. This is coming from a trade that they did with the with the New Orleans Saints earlier. And I think they go corner in this one, the second corner to be taken off from Illinois. Devin Witherspoon is now a member of the Philadelphia Eagles in my. Mock draft. At number 11, the Tennessee Titans. Could they get a quarterback? Will Levis is still there. Hooker, could he stay you know, in the state of Tennessee there? I wouldn't be surprised if they go quarterback here. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But Mike Vrabel wants to run the football. Old school, win in the trenches. They get another offensive lineman coming off the board. Roderick Jones is the selection for the Tennessee Titans there. Remember, Taylor Lewan from Tennessee there too and then at number 12 the Houston Texans are back on the clock could they get their quarterback with this pick and I think they do Will Levis from Kentucky is the selection for the Houston Texans at number 12 and then we've got the Green Bay Packers trading up with the Jets or I should say swapping picks with the Jets as part of the Aaron Rodgers deal and I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'll go into more detail with the, with the Packers mock draft. I'm not 100% sold on the selection, but I'm going to go Jackson Smith, the Jigba, the the wide receiver from Ohio State. I'll go into more detail on that with our with our Packers mock there. Uh, so number 14, then we've got the New England Patriots. They could go offensive line. They've got a lot of holes on this team. I think they go defense though, and I'm going to go with Miles Murphy, the edge rusher going to the New England Patriots. And then the Jets at number 15. Everybody in the world is probably expecting, or I should say the majority of everybody in the world, expecting them to go offensive line to protect their new quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. And I think they do. Darnell Wright is the selection at number 15. So that's your first 15. I'm going to take a quick break. Quick word from our sponsors. Then we'll finish up 
the first round of the mock draft after this quick message. Who doesn't love Hy-Vee? Once you walk in the store, you're in for quite the shopping experience. So grab yourself a coffee and check out everything Hy-Vee has to offer. From their top-of-the-line produce section, A-plus bakery, a deli department that includes so many different cheeses you didn't even know existed, a superb meat department, and even shoes. Plus the best wine and spirits department in the area. And once you're done shopping or need to grab a bite to eat, they have many different options in their food court, including the popular Wahlburgers. Experience the Hy-Vee experience yourself today. All right, the second half of the first round mock draft. Before we get to it, quick recap of my first 15 picks in the first round of the upcoming NFL draft. Bryce Young, number one to Carolina. We got uh, Tyree Wilson, the edge, going number two to the Houston Texans. Will Anderson, edge rusher, going to the Cardinals. Number three, C.J. Stroud going to the Indianapolis Colts at four. Seattle getting their quarterback of the future at Anthony Richardson at number five. I'm not quite sold on that one, but that's too late now. It's it's in audio. So, uh, number six, Christian Gonzalez, the corner going to Detroit. Paris Johnson, offensive tackle, going number seven to the Raiders. Bijan Robinson, I'm not sold on this one either. Maybe I'm buying a little bit into the hype here of how high he could go, but I got him at number eight going to the Atlanta Falcons. Jalen Carter uh, going to the Chicago Bears, number nine. Uh, we got uh, Devin uh, Witherspoon, the corner, going at number ten. Uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Roderick Jones going to the Titans at number 11. Uh, Will Levis going to the Houston Texans at number 12. They get their quarterback. Uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba going uh, to the Packers at number 13. Wide receiver from Ohio State. Miles Murphy, the edge rusher, going number 14 to the New England Patriots. And at 15, Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, going to the New York Jets. So let's pick it up at number 16. Number 16, we've got the Washington Commanders on the board. Uh, Maybe they were kind of eyeing up one of these quarterbacks, potentially falling down to to them, maybe Will Levis or such. But uh, I think that they're going to bolster up their offensive line. Peter Skronoski, you know, if he's getting knocked down because of his arm length, a lot of people assuming that uh, he can he's probably going to be playing guard at the NFL, played tackle for, for Northwestern and such, but uh, nonetheless, Washington getting an offensive lineman there. Then at number 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, maybe they were looking at offensive line potentially too. They uh, upgrade their defense, get another edge rusher, Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith and T.J. Watt pairing up at the edge rushing duo over there. Number 18, Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, if you remember the first pick, I had them going Gonzalez to corner. They need more help in the secondary. They go get Brian Branch from Alabama, defensive back, safety, can play a little corner, can play some slot there too. So uh, Detroit investing two picks in the first round to improve that defense, to improve that secondary. Number 19, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got them going with an edge rusher, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Lucas Van Ness I originally had in the top 10 going to Atlanta. He easily could still go there too. Uh, but for how this all shook out here, I have him going at number 19. And then at number 20, the Seattle Seahawks are back on the clock. Deontay Banks, corner from Maryland, uh, trying to build up that defense, trying to add some more secondary pieces. So their first pick, they get their quarterback of the future. This one, they go out and get a corner. Number 21, we got a little bit of a run on corners here. The Chargers are on the clock here. Uh, I got them going Joey Porter Jr., drafting Joey Porter Jr. to improve that defense and get a cornerback. Uh, added over there. Uh, number 22, 
We are going to go with uh, what we got Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens on the clock. I'm going to go with an edge rusher trying to bolster up that defense from Notre Dame. Isaiah Foskey coming over, and he is the pick for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, then we've got number 23, the Minnesota Vikings. Wide receiver or corner? That seems to be the popular one over there. I'm going to go. I'm going to go corner. Although I've gone back and forth on this one here, uh, just a little bit. But I'm going to go with uh, Ringo, the corner from Georgia. Kelly Ringo from Georgia. Number 24. Number 24. I'm going Brian Breezy, defensive tackle to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, at number 26. Finally, the first tight end comes off the board. Or first, uh, no, 25, I skipped the Giants. So uh, 24, 24, Brian Bracey, defensive tackle of the Jaguars. Number 25, Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC, going to the New York Giants. Got to give more talent uh, for Daniel Jones. He got Waller in the offseason with a trade with the Raiders. Now bringing in a rookie wide receiver, Jordan Addison. First tight end coming off the board. Uh, Dalton Kincaid going to the Dallas Cowboys. They got to replace uh, their tight end with Schultz gone. So they get Dalton Kincaid. Another corner coming off the board for the Buffalo Bills going Cam Smith. Cam Smith going to Buffalo at 27. The next tight end coming off the board here. And I'll tell you, I originally had him as my Packers pick at 15. And he easily could still be going top 15, top 20. But again, just how my mock kind of played out here, probably a little low. But Cincinnati Bengals select Michael Mayer at tight end at number 28 in my mock number 29 uh we're gonna go with uh what do we got uh, 29 the new orleans saints they're gonna go defense i'm going Cancy defensive tackle kalia Cancy from uh pit i know people are talking about a little undersized that sort of thing throwing out the aaron donald comparisons but uh dennis allen gets more defensive help for his saints defense so Cancy defensive tackle going to the saints philadelphia eagles they get Will McDonald, edge rusher from Iowa State. And then finally, to wrap it up, Kansas City. I'm going Anton Harrison, offensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. So there you have it. That's my first round mock. Again, we'll, we'll kind of run through it here. Uh, number one, Bryce Young, Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, number three, C.J. Stroud, number four, Anthony Richardson, number five, going to Seattle, Christian Gonzalez, number six, Paris Johnson, Offensive tackle going to the Raiders. B. John Robinson, number eight, going to Atlanta. Jalen Carter, nine. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, 10 to Philly. Roderick Jones, number 11 to Tennessee. Will Levis, Houston, gets their quarterback at 12. Green Bay, Jackson Smith uh, going at number 13. Miles Murphy at number 14 to the Patriots. Darnell Wright, 15 to the Jets. Peter Skronoski, 16. Nolan Smith, 17. Brian Branch going to the Lions at 18. Lucas Van Ness, 19. Deontay Banks, 20. Joey Porter Jr., 21 to the Chargers. Uh, Isaiah going to uh, Pittsburgh, edge rusher. Uh, we got uh, Ringo Corner going at 23. Brian Breezy, defense tackle of Jacksonville. Jordan Addison, Giants. Dalton Kincaid to the Cowboys at 26. Cam Smith, 27. Michael Mayer, 28 uh, to the Bengals. Got Kansi, defensive tackle, 29. Will McDonald, uh, edge at 30. And then Chiefs wrap it up by getting an offensive tackle, Anton Harrison. So that's my first round mock. Criticize it. Mock it at will. Probably a lot of them will be wrong. It's a crapshoot. Who cares? It's just for fun. But now we're going to take a quick break, and then we get the seven-round Packers 
mock draft. Straight up all Packers picks. You know one, but how do the rest of the picks play out? Find out after these quick messages. Are you looking to purchase a new vehicle with that tax return this year? Hey, it sounds like you need to make a quick stop to Toys and Ford. From the moment you step into their showroom, you're more than just a customer. You're an honored guest. Toys and Ford's only aim is to serve your needs to the fullest, and the team at Toys and Ford will go the extra mile to provide you with compelling options for new and used vehicle shopping. Purchasing a vehicle, that can be a big decision, and Toys and Ford knows that. So make it easier with the help from Toys and Ford. All right, here we go. It is now time to unveil my seven-round Packers mock draft. Again, I did not mock any trades. I do feel like the Packers will be moving around the board, whether it's moving up or moving back at certain parts throughout the draft. But uh, just to make it fairly simple here, I kept their original positions, obviously after the Aaron Rodgers trade and such. So as of this recording, this is the where the Packers are selecting and such. But Let's just jump into it. So you you already know my first pick, uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba. Uh, I I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sold on Jackson. Not 100% sold on him yet. Um, you know, watch the highlights. We we've talked about him at at, at length. You, you know, leading up to this, he's a good slot receiver. He's a prototypical slot receiver. You know, maybe doesn't have the the fastest speed in, in the whole world. He's got a good catch radius for his size. Um, the the biggest questions for me, you know, it's 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 the hamstring. I always get nervous with with hamstring injuries. I know it's kind of been a lot of people been talking about that too. I was, you know, if you read some of the the columns out there, especially from like our good friend Peter King, people he's talked to, a lot of people or some of the people that he's talked to is not quite sold on Jackson being uh, drafted in the teens here, you know, this high. But, uh, you know, he's like every player, he's got his strengths, he's got his weaknesses, you know, maybe lacks a little bit of burst after after the catch. But, I mean, he's solid, middle of the field, uh, smooth, decent route runner. So it would be kind of ironic that the Packers drafted a receiver in the first round after Aaron Rodgers leaves. But, you know, surround – surround Jordan Love with some talent, build up that receiving depth again like it used to be. So I've got Jackson as my first Packers pick here. But Packers are not done surrounding Jordan Love with some offensive talent. So with the 42nd pick in this draft, the pick that's coming over from the Jets, guy that I was enamored with at the beginning, I didn't have him in my mocks. Didn't, you know, I had I had Michael Mayer coming in at 15. But now at 42, he could creep in in the back end of the first round. But for this one, I've got Darnell Washington, the massive tight end from Georgia. Love this guy. Uh, a guy that you can put in blocking. He is a mismatch at 6'7", going down the seam. A red zone threat. Uh, obviously, you know, we talk about the mismatch. You, you put a safety on him. He's going to out-physical him. You put a linebacker on him. He's going to go by him and out-jump him and such. He's a double-team, you know, nightmare. The downside is, you know, his route running could be a little bit more polished, but he is six seven. so, I mean, that's a lot. You Maybe a lot to ask for a six foot seven guy out there, but the fact that, you know, he's involved in the running game or, you know, run blocking and can be a red zone threat and a nice safety net for a tight end or for a, for a young quarterback, Darnell Washington, tight end from Georgia, is my first pick in the second round for the Packers. And then... 
my 45th overall pick. Now that I've got a wide receiver and I've got a tight end, and I'll be honest, and I should have noted this too, I went very heavy on top 30 visits this year. Now I know every pick is more than likely probably not going to be from, from the Packers' top 30 visits this year. But I think based off recent history with Goody, you know, he's you can look at some of the drafts and a few players have come from these top 30 visits. In the past, may not have been a big indicator. I know Ted Thompson back then used him mostly for like undrafted or very late round guys, but it's kind of changed a little bit as of recent here. So a lot of my picks are based off the top 30 visits. I'm factoring that in quite a bit for this year. And one of these top 30 visits, I mean, Darnell was as well, but this one too, edge rusher, Keon White from Georgia Tech, massive human being, six foot five, two hundred and eighty-five pounds. Uh, he can put his hand in the dirt. He can line up at the edge. Uh, I mean, you, you want to talk about physical, aggressive, high motor type of player? This is the guy. This is this is this is the guy. And adding him into the mix with Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. You're getting another explosive edge rusher, athletic, high floor type of player. Keon White, Georgia Tech, is my second, second round pick coming in at 45. All right, Packers stay with defense for their third round pick here, and they need a safety. You can go maybe Jordan Battle. You can go a couple different options here. But I went to Boise State, and I went to get J.L. Skinner. The six foot four, two hundred and ten pound safety. He is a guy who is great or good in the run run game, defending the run. He's good at at defending the pass. He essentially he can play both in the box and play a little center field out there. Maybe a little bit more better playing inside the box because of his size there, but he is very adequate playing center field in coverage. He's great at recognizing reads and routes. He's got good ball skills for a guy his size. You pair him up with a Darnell Savage who's smaller. You got a bigger safety that can go out there and cover the tight ends and and do multiple different things. J.L. Skinner, Boise State, is my safety pick uh, in in the third round, number 78 overall. All right, I want a defensive lineman. I want this defensive line built up. I want a rotation. I want some depth there. They got Kenny Clark. They got last year's one of their first-round picks, Devontae Wide, in there. But I want another one. I want another one. This is another top 30 visit here. We're going to go with Jacqueline Roy from LSU. Defensive tackle, 6'3", over 300 pounds here. Um, You're looking at him. Great effort. Relentless effort. Most, I mean, he's not going to really jump out to you in terms of like pass rushing skills and and uh, you know getting after the quarterback and such. But when you got a guy like Kenny Clark and you're going to have your edge rushers, I just want somebody who's going to clog up the lanes, who's going to be aggressive up front, and is just going to be physical at the point of attack, going up against those offensive linemen. That's him, Jacqueline Roy coming coming in as my fourth round pick. Power rusher, good in the run game, stopping the run. Coming in as my fourth-round pick at 116. Uh, 149, number 149, Packers staying with defense here. Maybe a little defensive heavy, 
to, to begin with, but I'm going to go with corner on, on this pick. I'm going with a corner. Rajon Wright is my pick. Oregon State's a big corner, 6'2", about 190, 195, 195 pounds there. you got a versatile outside cornerback that can be a starter in this league. He's, he's a physical cornerback to contest throws in the NFL. Um, he's able to, you know, downfield tracking the, the football. He's very good at that, challenges the throws. Uh, I just, I, again, another top 30 visit. Could improve a little bit in, in the running game and stopping the run, but when I look at the cornerbacks for Green Bay, we don't know what Eric Stokes is going to be like. That ankle injury sounds like it was a, a very you know very serious ankle injury. We got Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas probably entering the final year of his contract. So after those three, though, and again with the uncertainty of when Eric Stokes can start, Keyshawn Nixon's in there. He's going to get a shot at the nickel cornerback. They need a little bit more depth especially with the way the league plays. Give me right from Oregon State, a 6-2 corner, a physical corner, a versatile corner that could play the outside there too. So that is my uh, next pick for the Packers. So going very uh, defensive heavy uh, after going with Smith and Washington with the first two picks and then going straight up defense for the next four picks there. That changes, though, at pick number 207. Now, I know a lot of people have offensive tackle or an offensive lineman early in a draft. And initially I did too. But the way my board has been playing out here, I haven't drafted an offensive lineman yet. And Green Bay did go heavy with offensive line last year too. Does that factor in for this year? Maybe a little bit. But what do we know about Packers offensive linemen? They want some versatility. They want they want guys that can play a couple of different spots on the line. And that's where they go with this pick at number 207, Richard Garage from Florida. Now, he is a guy that can play tackle and guard. He split time between tackle and guard. Uh, he was a left tackle over the last two seasons. Some teams kind of see him more likely to, to be a guy that plays inside at the next league. He's 6'5", 306 pounds here. Uh, you know, just, just a, the versatility. And at this point in the draft, when I'm looking at, you know, six-round offensive linemen, you know, his length, some people are kind of questioning that uh, a little bit. His foot, his footwork, kind of questioning that a little bit at some points. But give me that in the sixth round, a guy who can play both tackle and guard, that versatility. Give me some depth on the offensive line. I'm going with Richard Garage from Florida for this pick. And then it's the seventh round here. It's the seventh round. We've got uh, three selections coming up here, and we're gonna go. We're gonna stay with the offense, and we're gonna go with a running back. Now, now running back might be a little interesting for for me because you got Aaron Jones maybe in his final year with Green Bay. AJ Dillon right now, no more years left on his contract. He's in his final year here. So does Green Bay maybe target a running back a little bit earlier to create that depth? Possibly wouldn't surprise me, but in this case. They go to Northwestern, Maple Grove, Maple Grove, Minnesota native Evan Hall uh, as the pick here. He is, I mean, anybody who's watched Big Ten football, you're, you're probably used to him. Compact runner, you know, kind of a mighty mouse type of person. North and south, able to, to line up in the slots a little bit. He's effective in the, in the passing game, sharp routes. 
Uh, he is a little bit smaller at 5'10", about 210 pounds there, but he ran a 4 4 7 40 at, at the combine. So he's a guy that, you know, I, I view him as a as a like a typical third down back. You know those old school third down backs back in the day that can help you out in, in the passing game and such. That's how I view uh, Evan Hall. Obviously, we know Green Bay wants their running backs involved in the passing game. So, coming in at, at you know at this juncture in the draft, he's still available. I'm making uh, I'm making that pick there. Uh, next pick, two thirty five. Did I say three seven hundred? I don't know. I'm losing track. But we got uh, three more after Evan Hall here. Jordan Howden, uh, another safety coming off the board for the Packers. Another safety coming off the board from Minnesota. Another top 30 visit here for the Packers. 449 40-yard dash, 6 foot, a skosh over 200 pounds. Team captain. Uh just a savvy free safety, good instincts, good play recognition. Does lack some physical traits or or athletic traits like like acceleration and 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 that sort of thing. You know, some people saying could he be a priority free agent? I got him coming in the in the seventh round here, uh, adding a little bit more depth to that safety group. Might have to make some contributions on the uh, on the special teams to begin with, but I think if he's there at, at at seventh round, knowing that we need some more players at that safety spot, I like Jordan Howard's value as a seventh rounder here. And then the Packers get their backup quarterback or maybe third string quarterback, depending on how it works out. But Sean Clifford. From Penn State is my selection for some quarterback depth here for the Packers. That's coming in at number 242, 242. And then finally, the final pick here, Packers, add another tight end. Ben Sims from Baylor, another top 30 visit for the Packers, six foot five. He's a little bit more of, you know, Maybe stretching the field a little bit more, but he was involved in the running game at Baylor. So again, we know these tight ends, the Packers, they want tight ends that can be involved in the running game, that can block in the running game. He's a great hands catcher, works the middle of the field. So he's there in the seventh round. Again, they need some depth at that tight end position. I think that would be a great pick for the Packers going with Ben Sims at uh, as their last pick here. So to recap, at number 13, we got Jackson Smith from Ohio State at wide receiver. Darnell Washington, the massive tight end from Georgia, coming in at 42. Keon White, the physical edge rusher from Georgia Tech. J.L. Skinner, the big safety from Boise. We got Jacqueline Roy, the defensive tackle from LSU, coming in at 116. Rajon Wright, big corner, 6'2", at 149. At pick 149 from Oregon State, Richard Garage. Coming in at number 207, an offensive lineman that can play tackle and guard, providing a little bit of depth there. Evan Hall, I view him as like a typical third-down running back, can be involved in the passing game and the running game. Coming in at number 232, Jordan Howden. I love you know his, his mindset. Maybe he lacks a little bit in the physical, athletic traits, but he's savvy. Value pick at seventh in the seventh round there. Kid from Minnesota, love that pick. Sean Clifford. Coming in as a backup quarterback from Penn State. Going a lot of Big Ten picks in this draft, it seems like. And then Ben Sin, Ben Sims, the tight end from Baylor. I, I really like that pick there, too, coming in as my final pick in this Packers mock draft. So, what do you think? 
What do you think? I I'll be honest. I love this Packers mock draft. I you know you could say well they should, they need an offensive lineman higher in the draft. Yeah, you can make that argument. Oh, they need a safety higher than seventy eight. Yeah, you can argue that. Um, you know, would they go wide receiver and tight end back to back picks there? Could they couldn't? Who the heck knows? Nobody knows. Nobody, not even the GMs. It's all about how the board plays out. But I will tell you, I love these guys. I love what they can bring to the table, what they can bring to this team. You know, this year we'll see how, you know, we got plenty of time to talk about season prospects and, and that sort of thing. But, man, I, 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 I'm happy with my mock draft. Now, if I get a couple of these guys, I'll be ecstatic. We ain't getting all these guys. If we get a couple... I will be personally ecstatic. So we'll see. But uh, first round kicks off on Thursday. Hit me up with a voice message on your thoughts on my mock or find me on Twitter at D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, Facebook.com slash Casper Sports. That's going to do it for this edition of the Man Cave Podcast, the Mock Draft Edition. Again, big thanks to our friends from Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford for helping bring you this uh, this podcast. Don't forget, if you're not following or subscribing to the Man Cave Podcast, you can do so on your favorite podcasting platform. And please, if you got just a few seconds to give us a five-star review or a five-star rating and then a positive review so other people can find the podcast, I would really appreciate that. And for that voice message, the link for that is in the podcast uh, description. I'm Dan Casper. Enjoy the draft, everybody. We'll be back with the next episode of our podcast, recapping the draft, maybe recapping the first round, then we'll do another one recapping the entire draft. Until next time, enjoy it, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.